When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy, and we're your partners in crime, wine, and time. And we're back with part two of This Doozy. Okay, so then also, I, I just like loved this as an aside because in 1994, he pulled like the really, really classic check kiting. Um, is it check kiting? No, I think it's... Um, um, m- there's a name for this, but whatever. He pulled this like very classic check scam on Syracuse where he was literally like he called them up. He goes, hey, I'm the Saudi prince. I'm going to donate 45 million to Syracuse. But first, I need you to wire me the 16 grand in taxes. And they did it. They did it. it, it was, this is literally like such a classic scam. Like I, I got these scams in my emails. We're like, oh, we're going to we're going to give you a job. All you have to do is cash checks. And it's like, oh, no. And that's where the thing, like, if you need money and you're asking people, like, never, never get, give money to the person who's giving you money. Exactly. I mean, it's literally so, like, such a textbook scam. And I cannot believe fucking Syracuse University fell for this. I'm like, New York, come the fuck up. Like, y'all are better than this. And you guys have a big, you like, guys have a truly. Big and they have, like, a, I think, like, a pretty well known journalism school. I'm like, you guys should have known. Yeah, Newhouse. Newhouse, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Um, if I ever apply there, I'm going to be like, I would, I would just bring that up to like embarrass them, embarrass my way in. Oh my God. Are you at the grad school stage of quarantine? N- no, but good. Okay. In I was say, that's, that's, I mean, a lot of people hit that too, but it's, I'm no, just like, as I, if I'm going to move to Syracuse in these times, no way. <clears throat> that's true. Oh my God. It'd be so cold. <laughs> so cold. Okay. So then in 2003, he was arrested in Michigan and charged with defrauding stores like Neiman Marcus, Saks. Out of twenty nine grand in clothing, jewelry, perfume, and the thing with that is, is like how much, like how much perfume does one person need? I, well, because what we have not brought up yet is that his uh, partner in this crime was Foxy the Chihuahua, who I'm obsessed with. That's true, and I feel like he does strike me as someone who definitely perfumes his Chihuahua to be like, and uh, and like probably his car. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and the headache that I could just imagine getting for someone being overly perfumed, like 29 grand worth of perfume is really killing me. Ew. I mean, I'm just imagining like um, a middle school 
boy's bathroom. Oh, Axe uh, body spray. Uh, yeah. Head to toe. But with like, I don't know, whatever, Versace perfume or something. My life would have been so different if I wasn't in like 2005 spraying Axe body spray on myself with a Fanta. <laughs> and just acne everywhere. Oh, I'm like, what What was that? What was that stage of life? I Thank God for repression. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. So our man, Anthony, charged a little over $1,100, no, $11,000, I'm sorry, at Saks to the real to a real Saudi princess's account. Um, and, and like he would just be like, you know, put it on the family tab and they would do it. And he also charged 17 grand at Neiman Marcus to the real Prince Khalid. And I guess it's one of those things, if they have spent so much money there, they won't notice these changes, I guess. But also I'm shocked too. I'm like, are, are like Saudi princess shopping at Neiman Marcus? I know it's a really nice store, but I'm like, don't they have like, I always thought like the really rich people shop at stores that like you've never heard of once in your life, but I guess not. Well, I don't know. Cause I feel like certain wealthy people just go straight for like the Gucci or whatever. Mm, that's but yeah, okay. I don't know if they'd be at a department store. That's You'd think I don't not. Get. I don't think so. And I feel like, or like, like Henri Bendel. The designer they would... of Gucci. Yeah. yeah. Or like Bergdorf. Oh my God. I would like so fuck up. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to top man. And they're like, no, <laughs> I know. Right. I feel like if I was rich, I wouldn't even spend my money on like designer stuff. I'd be like, oh, I can finally afford anthropology. I'm like, oh, I can pay off my student loans until Joe Biden gets rid of them. Hopefully like dope. Let's get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True. Um, and around this time is like, he claims to police that he was having an affair with a real member of the family. Um, and oh. basically like, they were allowing him to use their accounts as like sort of hush money in like, what, obviously the so the Saudi Royal family is like, we don't know her. Exactly. I'm sorry. My alarm went off. I don't, I'm like, that might be a Saudi, like the Saudi prince being like, Hey, how are you? They're like, Hey, shut the fuck up. You're I know, saying too I'm, much. That would terrify me if we got a phone call in the middle of this being like, Hey, we I would be you. like, buy me a Rolex and I'll take the episode down. Oh my, wait, that's the man new Justin Timberlake song. Buy me a Rolex. Oh, Yes. But that's what he was able to get him because what he was alluding to is that he was having a homosexual affair relationship with a Saudi member of the family. And that's not totally chill there. So he was kind of like, it's like hush money that they they won't bring it up. You'll know nothing about it. So that's how he was able to kind of make it seem a little more convincing. No one knows who I am because they don't want to know who I am type of thing in terms of like existing. Yes. Well, he, he also insisted that he had been officially adopted by, oh, yeah. by a Saudi prince. And issued a Saudi diplomatic passport by the embassy and also given a $480 million trust fund to live off of while he negotiated a settlement with the family. And he also claimed that the Saudis used him as a mule to traffic money to terrorists. That's a lot of ands. That's a lot of if ands are in buts. Yeah. It's like, oh, where's my money come from? Oh, well, it's coming from here and also here and here. And if that doesn't work, let's try over here. He, his which of these excuses is going to stick because like let's go with that one i was going to say his mentality which honestly did work for him for a good amount was just shouting a lot of things and saying a lot of words and people just leaving and nodding i need to try it i need to try it i'm yeah i need to shout well we can't shouting isn't really covid compliant so once covid right. once we get the vaccine i'm gonna get to scam shouts but we can really work on having unbridled confidence <laughs> 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 and that's what i need i think I would love you go to your therapist just like, I want to be confident enough to scam. Yeah. She'd be like, what? 
She, yeah, she's like, girl, let's unpack that. And you're like, oh, stop unpacking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then, okay, also while in jail awaiting trial, he mailed a letter to Citibank demanding $3.9 million from the trust, the prince's trust to wire it to him. Which, you know what? Shoot your shot. It's worth a try. Worst they can say is no. I mean, I mean, it, it, in his defense, I've, I've, I've sent, I feel like we've all sent like desperate DMs or emails when applying for jobs or something like that. So it's kind of like, that. oh yeah, I've gotten like real wild with cover letters. Cause I'm like, I know you guys aren't going to read this. Like, let me just oh, make yeah. it I'm pretty a sure really I, like, ridiculous cover letter. And then maybe that would be my in, but it didn't work. Did not work. I think there was one time, like I DM Diplo to see if we could hang out one time. Like, you know, you got to surprise if you were a 19 year old girl on TikTok, he would have replied. <laughs> Damn it. I'm oh I'm one of three. I'm on TikTok, but I'm not 19 or a girl. There we go. Well, okay. unfortunately, not close enough. Maybe I'll try, but I'm probably too old. Let's see. Okay, we're putting out that or shooting our shot out there. Yeah, shooting our shot at Diplo <laughs> after I just insulted him. Anyway, then in 2006, Gignac pleaded guilty to fraud and impersonating a foreign diplomat, and he was sentenced to 77 months in prison. Yet again, why why not just give him 72? It's right there. It's also it's so tricky because I'm like 77 what even I'm like is that two years nine years what's happening like yeah I don't know I feel like they must just like pad it extra at the end because they know that they'll get out early oh we love an extra padding okay oh that's true you get out yeah I have no idea when it comes to the plant-based eating debate there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy of course we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet but you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. So then he was released in 2011 and he lived out a quiet life on the straight and narrow. Just kidding. He started scamming again, obviously. Fucking love this guy. I love this guy. He went to Florida, which obviously went against his probation. And and then, you know, he he just continued to scam some more. And and it just like truly never ends. He's Katy Perry. Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. And if you think it over, maybe you'll be coming over again. Like he is that song. That's so true. I feel like this guy was just like not going to give it up until he ended up in prison for like the rest of his life. Or the Saudis were like, all right, fine. Like we can't beat him. We're going to join him. And they just adopt him into their family. Can I tell you, I honestly think he thought that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think his lawyer did did say that he really did believe that he was this prince. Because nobody else could like stick to this scam for so fucking long. I mean, exactly. And we'll get into the Miami stuff. But I do think that that's so true. Because I mean, even when you look back, it's one of those things where you always see when these scammers or these criminals start. It's like, oh my God, he had the worst, like the the most painful upbringing. Moved to the States, so confused. Got, had like had mental issues, like had, had stress, breakdowns, all this stuff. And is now kind of like, oh, I'm getting attention. I'm living this like lavish life i'm doing all these things that i've always dreamed of type of thing 
he's not gonna stop that yeah and I think it's a weird thing. Like it's like the life he always told himself that he was supposed to be living. So I feel like that is another way, just my opinion of researching him, of him being like, oh no, this is okay. I'm th- This is who I'm supposed to be. This is who I am. Oh, definitely. I mean, he got, I feel like it's like he, he did it. Like he was living the life. I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely jealous. I always think like if I was a scammer like this, I would definitely be, I, I just couldn't even conceive of to scam on this level. I could because well, I get I like I would have to travel. I'm like that's just so much. Like I like traveling, but I'm like I need a week or I need like a month break. I'm also I don't like to network, and that's all this guy did. Again, I respect it. <clears throat> I respect like he needs to be teaching some lessons on this. Truly. Okay, so we'll get into his Miami scammies. Ooh, yeah, Miami scammies. That could be his. Love that. Uh, that'll be my. Um, I'll bring Quibi back from the dead to uh, do a show about him. To do a show called Miami scammies. I mean, I, I feel like these are such. With the with the exception of Michigan, because like that just seems kind of random. Um, but like LA is a city for scammers. Miami is a city for scammers. That's yeah, he needed to he, he needed to break out of Michigan because that wasn't where his that's what that wasn't where he belonged. He needed to belong true. with people were scamming. Yes. So in the true heart of scams in Miami, so he met up with uh British asset manager Carl Martin Williamson, which I mean that name alone, you're just kind of like that. You the man see. is British. The man <laughs> is rich. I know two things based on that name alone. That is, uh, yeah, that is some fish and chips I've ever seen some before. So he was, um, he 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 went to America in like when he was twenty, and he married this North Carolina girl he met while in the British Royal Navy. So he's been around for a while and stuff mm, like the that. The Navy and his navy. Oh yeah, Navy. Yeah, and then he seems super like from what I was saying, he was like everyone just thought he was cool and posh because of his accent. Like no shit. And he had no record. Everyone's just like, oh, he's this cool British guy, like kind of like signed, sealed, delivered. Everyone automatically thinks you're fancy and wealthy and sophisticated when you're like that, Adele. Should we fake uh, British accents in our British scams? Are, they are crucial to scams. Scamming is acting. Like that is a really true thing. <laughs> it really is. It's like such method acting. Yeah. It, it's uh, they, they really go into it. Um, so uh, him and Gignac were similar in the sense that they would just bullshit and name drop constantly. Like they were just, like, I, I, there was some uh, anecdotes about Williamson where he would just like be at dinner and be like, oh, you want to talk to this famous person? I'll call him, I'll call him, I'll call him. And everyone's like, no, don't do it. But he would just always say he had this huge Rolodex of people's numbers. Was he that close with everyone? He had the numbers up? Probably not. But he had, he allegedly. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, even though he had no contract and uh no salary. Williamson agreed to set up an investment company for our prince, uh, one that would be open only to a select and privileged few, and that's called the Martin Williamson International LLC. Uh, mm. The company open announced its opening on LinkedIn. You know? Are you serious? <laughs> they had, like, I, was, I didn't include, but it was like he had this whole thing. Like they drew up a logo. They had all this cute stuff, and they're like, "We're launching July 26, twenty fifteen. Oh my God, LinkedIn. That's bleak. So shout out to LinkedIn. I know that's like, I'm like when people update a LinkedIn, like a congrats thing. I'm like, what is? Who? Yeah. And I'm like, what am I endorsing you for? <laughs> oh my God. My favorite was endorsing for like, like blogging. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. Um, and meanwhile, do endorse us and rate us too. Not on LinkedIn, but on uh, uh, iTunes. <laughs> um, <laughs> authorities claimed that. So this is when authorities were like now also debating. Did What did Williamson know? He said he knew nothing. People said he did. Blah, 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 blah. So this is when he, one of the major things with this LLC and Miami, he was running a bigger scheme where he wanted to get into more businesses. He lived in the penthouse condo of a luxury high rise on Fisher Island. 
Island. And like Fisher Island is apparently like super exclusive. Like Oprah lived there. But that's when I'm like, oh, Oprah's involved. I'm like, yeah, was, that, uh, that's all I need to say. Like Oprah apparently just, lived there. And like, this is where the super fucking rich people go. Where the people who's, who look at money are just like, oh, I have that. Like, cause I just, they're not used, they don't even know how to not have it. Yes, exactly. So he claimed he owned it and the whole building, but he was actually just leasing the one unit. Uh, Which whatever, because he was leasing the penthouse for 15 grand a month. So I'm not going to like, you know, look down on his come up over there. Oh, that's why I'll give him his accolades where they're due. And that is an accolade and also an accolade. He drove around in a 2016 Ferrari, which was $200,000. So like, shout out to that. Yeah. Sure. Comfy seats. Uh, (laughs) He also was just so like, so insane to, to go along with his deal. He had a diplomatic license plate and a security detail to follow him around. Love it. I guess I did not know that you could buy diplomatic license plates on eBay, but I guess you could buy anything on eBay. And it's like, truly, I mean, it's kind of like right next to the fake emotional support animal certifications. You can get, I'm sure fake diplomatic license plates. This this is true. Um, He also had a Bentley and a Rolls Royce. So truly just, you know, living he was living his best life but so this comes down to his scheme this was his miami scheme he tried to get investors to buy a stake in the fontainebleau miami beach hotel and during this time allegedly is when his um lies and kind of things like that got increasingly worse um one account that i read and it's from his attorney so like grain of salt uh was that because this was when he was trying to get him to have a reduced sentence was that uh you know, his lies got worse when he got lonelier, <laughs> which I'm sort of just like, Aww. I know. well, that's what's so hard when like, if you guys read the Vanity Fair article, like there's a lot of quotes that the, his attorney says that I'm kind of like, oh, that is sad. But I'm like, oh, wait, but still. Yeah. So uh, he sad. tried to get Jeffrey uh, Sophia, like who is the ex-husband. Suffer. Suffer? I think. Um, you're probably right. So, well, Suffer was suffering in this instance. So uh, they tried to get Jeffrey Suffer, who's the ex-husband of Elle McPherson, to take him on as a partner. And the plans were going well. And this kind of is like the craziest thing to me. Because like... Yeah, because he was going to buy... Basically, like, Jeffrey owned this hotel and he wanted to buy the hotel. Um, and I think the hotel was, like, semi-failing because he was going to pay way more than it was worth. So Jeffrey oh, yeah. was like, shit, okay. Like, all right. And what? so they start going into like deals and stuff. So they were going into all these deals and they, they were in, I want to say they were in Salt Lake City, Utah for a family, for like a dinner, like business trip dinner, which I only remembered because I was like, oh, Real Housewives. But they were at this dinner. <laughs> and Classic. then our prince ordered prosciutto at the group dinner. Boom. Everyone dun, dun, dun. got on edge. And if you are confused by that, it's because. This raised red flags because um, uh, the sufferers all thought someone who would read the Quran and uh, be a Saudi prince, they would not eat dead meat. And it's like, th- th- it just raised a red flag that made them be like, okay, wait, now I'm very confused who this guy is and what he is about. Uh, so then they started asking questions, doing some background investigations. And uh, thank God that that happened because he was allegedly duping 26 international investors out of 8 million, which he thought was going to happen. And it was going to happen. Yeah. Until these investors fucking finally Googled <laughs> or like, you know, did ask, asked Jeeve to uh, realize that this guy was a fraud. So they immediately reported him to the FBI. Yeah. But like, OK, so before that, he was basically like convincing investors that he was going to go public with this IPO for Saudi Aramco, which is like this huge oil company. 
Um, and he was like offering to sell off pieces of his steak, which like he did not have. Um, and it's funny because that company actually did go public and their valuation was over $1.8 trillion with oh. a T. So like, so he was like meeting these people with the help of our, our good boy, William, right? William. Yeah. Williamson. Yeah, Will- there we go. Will- Sorry. With, with our man Williamson. And they were like, kind of, it was almost like a pyramid scheme within a scam. It re- I there feel were like. so many layers. So this or a Ponzi of- scheme. That is what, yeah, I guess it's a Ponzi scheme at that point. So good. Cause then he would like, <laughs> cause he would like, okay. So basically he had all these fake investment opportunities in addition to this IPO, which was a platform for trading jet fuel, also a casino in Malta, an Irish pharmaceutical company. Like where does, where do you come up with this shit? I, I mean, all things that I would like sound great, but I'm also like, this has to be fake. I mean, I guess just because I'm so not in the wealth tax bracket for this. I'm like, none of these things are real, are they? But I guess if you're that wealthy, you're like, oh, that makes sense. I know. But then part of me would be like, none of it's real. But also I would think it has to be real because it's it's so out there. That is true. That makes any sense. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I don't know. So, I mean, so basically this is the Ponzi scheme angle. Like he took this money from investors and just used that to fund his lifestyle. And like we said before, he got 26 different investors to give him $8 million. Um, also this thing with Jeffrey, which I thought was interesting. And they mentioned this in Vanity Fair where he would like, he would play on this whole, like, what's the word custom of it being like, oh, well you need to like give me gifts. to like, I don't know, prove that you're really going to do this oh, deal yeah. or something like that. So he would just and and he knew that he was not going to do this deal with software because he didn't have, however, hundred like four hundred million dollars or whatever the hotel he claimed that he was going to buy it for. So he was just kind of dragging it out as long as possible to be like, all right, well, how many gifts can I get out of you? Which I mean, like, is no that good. everyone listening right now knows someone who has like a birthday month and like they get gifts for every they try to make gifts happen for so long. This was this times a million. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. And because like they would give him all these things like artwork and jewelry and and, like other fancy shit. And I don't know. I mean, I respect it. He he also like fabricated all these documents with like law firms and banks and like all these fake notarized documents that he was just toting around. Toting, uh, toting around so much, toting around almost as much stuff that was like on his Instagram, which is an iconic thing, too, that I'm so happy is still active. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have to talk about the Instagram. It's still up. It's apparent. I mean, apparently, like whatever Instagrams they have embedded in news articles, um, the account is still up. So, I mean, it does look like his account, although yeah. he doesn't appear to be pictured in the pictures. No, it's funny, and it's um, well, I guess which is kind of smart on his end. And then his Instagram handle that was Prince Dubai underscore oh seven, which I'm like, how is that a prince? Like, why would that be a prince's Instagram account name? It doesn't make any sense. Also, he has like 3,600 followers, which I thought he would definitely have more. I'm I'm kind of shocked too. And his ratio, he follows more people than follow him. 
bad, oh, bad overall. But his Instagram is kind of crazy because like, okay, in one, he has this like Cartier Panther bracelet and this giant ass like super gaudy, what I think is like an engagement ring. It's, it's gigantic. And he's just like on a yacht. Oh, just I know. Chilling. That ring some... literally, I was like, oh, did he get engaged? And I did not know about it. Literally. My favorite too is his last photo that he's posted is with the Miami Heat basketball player. Yeah. Who's just holding, <laughs> holding Fox, his dog. Which is so funny too. Foxy. And, uh, now and Foxy's wearing Heat. a necklace. Yeah. Which uh, oh, is yeah, probably dog... really expensive. Yeah. Foxy the dog has a necklace that is nicer than anything I own. She looks in heaven being held by Goran Dragic. Uh, the basketball player. And now I know about Miami Heat because Selena Gomez might be dating one of them. Jimmy Butler. Ooh. And he's hot. So that's hot. This guy's hot. I'm honestly Everyone... really into his Instagram. He has this one brunch spread that looks amazing. That's apparently from the Four Seasons. I know. The brunch looks really nice. And I'm also obsessed too. There's one where it's um, Foxy. And like justice for Foxy. I want to know what happened with her. Yeah. I hope that bitch is just on that PJ riding around. And it's like, she's just at the slots in Vegas. There's one where like Foxy's in a Louis Vuitton bag, just full on playing slots. Okay. But then there's one really random because it's with a, just a random pit bull in what looks like anyone's suburban house. And it just get, says, and he's in like a hat and a little scarf and it goes, Gabe day, go Spartans. <laughs> go I'm like, Spartan. whose house is this? This is probably where you really live. This random that is house. so true. And also just if you want, like, go look and take a look and then kind of you'll be able to see more of what Sarah was saying too, of like what he was getting gifted. Like he has full on pictures, like Matisse photos, like original oh, yeah. Matisse pictures. It's crazy. I also want Foxy to have an Instagram. I need, Fo- I want Foxy to have, there's that new amazing race for dogs and dog owners. I want them to be on this. Oh my God, really? Oh, there's Foxy with just like stacks of money. <laughs> Wait, this is incredible. Foxy. How is this still up? I need to screenshot all of this before the feds take it down. I know. Well, that's what I'm so confused about. I'm like, how is all of this? Like, I guess they're just kind of rolling with it. I know he really knew how to brunch. Damn. I guess. I mean, shit. Again, we really need to get brunch with this guy. I know. But minus the screaming, like, I don't want him to yell at us. And, you know, he would stiff us with the bill. That's the only thing. Oh, you're right. Because that's what happened at all these places. He would just. And then when he was in, when whenever he was in Michigan, he would always just be like, oh, my parents, my family will pay for this. My family will pay for this. And they would just be like, okay, I guess the bill's coming and it won't ever come. Yeah. Okay. We'll save up for like 17 years. Okay. Well, Blow it all. Prison. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine Blow we pick it all him up with brunch Foxy. with the prince. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so obviously the, this, this can't go on forever. It did reach an eventual end. It ended. Well, it end, I mean, I'm just kind of shocked it actually did because like I was waiting when I read the last part of this article, I was like, okay, no, well, he's going to get out of prison again. And I mean, it's been three years. I'm kind of wait. Well, so in 2017, uh, Gignac was arrested. They seized over 450 grand worth of jewelry, 80K in cash, all this artwork that he was being gifted and everything like that. Cut to March 2019, he pled guilty to impersonating a foreign diplomat. Which like, I didn't know was like tech. I guess it's just lying about who you are. I guess can be illegal. Um, aggravated identity theft, <laughs> at wire fraud, and conspiracy to commit more wire fraud. So he was sentenced to over eighteen years in federal prison. That sucks. And then apparently also his um, Williamson. Yeah. He, it was actually really sad because so he, the feds were able to 
pin him as a co-conspirator. He claims that he was also duped. He unfortunately died by suicide. Um, Near Christmas. It was. Yeah. yeah. And so who really knows if if he knew if he was in on it or if he was just another victim of the fraud. Exactly. Yeah. Which I know. That's a. So and he was he had like kids and a wife too, which kind of made it. Yeah, it's always that, but that was hard too. Just around like Christmas too, I remember that. And I, I, but on the uh, side, back to our prince, I'm almost shocked because I really was like, oh, he'll get out, he'll get a COVID release. I really thought he was gonna get a COVID release. You think so? Just because I don't know who they're waving these around to. I'm like when I'm like I'm like Takashi got out because of asthma. I feel like our prince would lie about having asthma. Wait, I thought he just got. I thought they just dropped the charges against him. He was able to serve the rest on house arrest. What the fuck? So that's why he filmed all those music videos and he had the uh, right uh, the thing on his ankle, the ankle monitor on him. Oh my god! I didn't know it was because of asthma and COVID. Yeah, because it was released because he was like they didn't want him to like he was high risk in prison to get COVID. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I have a lot of thoughts. I don't know if I should say them out loud on a podcast. So maybe I just won't. What'd you say? I said, I have a lot of thoughts about that. And I'm like, I don't know if I should say this on a podcast. So I'll probably just text you on the side. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, we'll we'll unpack we'll unpack Takash Takashi bars. Can't yeah, believe that. I would I would love to see this guy out. Um, because because he would he would like set up like a COVID testing scam like immediately like one oh, of those scam test sites raking in the money. Yeah, but he would also do like um like it'd be like like COVID and champagne. So you'd have to like pay for like the champagne and that. I mean, honestly, Ooh, he would know what he would actually do. Yeah, I think you're right. He would like he would be the person who threw Kendall Jenner's insane Halloween party. Uh, but it would be like a Billy McFarland and there would be no party. A hundred percent. And he would also be wearing a mesh mask that was just jewelry. <laughs> You're right. And be like encrusted with like diamonds, like Swarovski uh, crystals. It would just be a fallen chandelier. It'd be Sia. It'd be Sia chandelier. Or and like would be swinging from it. Who was it? Cynthia's wedding on Real Housewives of Atlanta. When they were all, they all just like wore bedazzled face shields and were like, no, like that's not. 250 people. In Georgia, I'm just like, wh- 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 why? And it was inside. I'm like, I know that Georgia is hot over the summer, but also this would be the perfect wedding to have outside. You also know where it's hotter? A casket. So true. That's just on that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone did DM me though, say, why are you lying and saying that masks work? So that's where we are. Just now? Much. It was uh, before we got on to record. Okay. So um, I never Love knew my people. hot take would be science because it was like my least favorite subject, but here we are. <laughs> right oh my gosh we should have spent more time in science class less time learning about i spent an entire year in math learning how to prove that math works i'm like isn't this your job <laughs> the fucking transitive the property like what is this shit yeah they're just like no prove that you know me that i'm useful and it's like why i'm like i don't care i'm like what, what is this? i know I sh- we should have learned how vaccines work and how taxes work in schools that should be going forward the new yeah class. 
yeah, instead of being like, oh, yes, by the transitive property, this isosceles triangle, whatever. You said isosceles and my like eye rolled back. Like I that does <laughs> those I can't. Oh my god. Danny went into like flashbacks from school. Just like my teacher being like, Did you try to get these answers wrong? And I was like, honestly, no. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, one time I I blatantly failed a math test because I just like basically for the answer, I sort of just copied the question again. And my teacher was like, yeah, I don't know how you arrived here. And I was like, okay, well, it's actually very simple and very stupid, but I I won't explain it to you. And I'll just be like, yeah, oh, I don't know. Wow. Wait, that just made me realize like math, the the most accurate thing about math is like when they're like, you will use this every day in your life is when, because that was always the math teacher's like response to your questions. Like, how did you get to here? And that's what I ask myself every day. That's (laughs) true. So I do use math every day. I'll just wake up, look in the mirror. Maybe I just need to like cross multiply and I'll figure my life out. Here's hoping I'll cross (laughs) something. (laughs) Do the foil method. I don't know. (laughs) I'll just wrap myself in aluminum foil and hope for the goddamn best. That is a secret. Well, I think I could talk about this guy for like five more years. Um, I want to see more pictures of him because he would apparently like roll up in these insane like fur coats. And you know what? I'm mad that, well, I wonder if it could even happen. I'm going to try to find maybe, and we can post them in the Facebook group if I find any. I want to search them on Getty Images. Oh, yes. I'll look. Also, like not for nothing, but like, I think he's underappreciated because Anna Delvey is getting like two different movies and this guy needs one, at least. This you, would be like you know a really I mean? fun catch me if you can. Mixed like, with like crazy rich Asians, but like obviously with like the Saudi family. Yeah. And also then that's fun too, just on like another standpoint of it. Like, so we can cast people that isn't Julia Garner. Like, you know what I mean? Let's say like Netflix, like you're really, this is just a perfect choice for you. Yeah. I think he needs a movie. Maybe he's just holding out to sell his life rights. He should. Or oh, we should write it. Like, I'm not joking. I, yeah. Well, first of all, we have to start all of our million game shows. That's true. And I need to write, oh, what's the book I'm writing? Oh, The Last Girl at Brunch. Oh, that's going to be a sad memoir. Ooh, the Last Girl at Brunch. I'm sorry. Like, that's actually really fun. I feel like there's something there. I'm watching that's Big amazing. Sky. So, like, my head space is all everywhere. That is amazing. But other than that, I mean, I think that's pretty much it for this app. <laughs> that's it for you now. That's it for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was honestly really fun. I... I like a scam where no one gets hurt because I just leave feeling good. You know what I mean? I can't. Yeah, I can't really feel that bad that Neiman Marcus got scammed. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, some guy who could fly to Utah almost gave millions. And I'm like, I'm like, I, all right, sure. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So God bless them all. <laughs> God bless them all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you are listening to us. Follow the podcast on Instagram NATC pod. Join the Facebook group, not another true crime group. You can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem. And you can follow me at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. And we will see you guys next time. Betches.